we're going to start our season with a production of Samuel Beckett's Happy Days. Uh, this is a very interesting choice to open the season. Samuel Beckett, uh, we know of as the Nobel Prize winning playwright um, and, and is often spoken of uh, as a seminal uh, playwright for the 20th century, changed the face of playwriting uh, in the Western world. Uh, I read a quote that said that without Beckett, there could never have been an Albie or a Pinter. Um, what, what, what do you uh, think about Pe Beckett and his role uh, uh, as a playwright on the, on the canon in Canada and, and around the world? Well, I would wholeheartedly agree that Beckett is one of the most important playwrights of the 20th century. And he, he did. He really challenged uh, the way that we see theater and understand theater, but did it in such a beguiling way. Do you know when um, uh, Waiting for Godot, the play about the two tramps who were waiting on a road for a fellow named Godot to show up. When it premiered on Broadway, many people forget that uh, one of the lead players on that was Bert Lahr, who played the cowardly lion in The Wizard of Oz. And uh, Beckett is uh, really loved by comedians. There, Steve Martin appeared in a very famous production of Godot. And while his plays uh, explored uh, very serious subjects, he's always exploring them. Uh, in terms of the absurdities of life. So they're extremely funny as well as they are serious in, in subject matter. And, um, you know, so many of his plays take place in a kind of unnamed void. And the thing that really led me to Happy Days is two things. One was I came across some re reading I was doing about Beckett where it said that his wife... Uh, <laughs> was reading his place, and she said, when are you going to write a comedy, straight-out comedy? And Happy Days was the play that he wrote. And uh, the other thing that really led me to it was uh, a discussion that I had with one of our subscribers. And we were talking about how plays that are entertaining and plays that are serious unfortunately get perceived as being mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. That there are the serious plays that are about something and then the next play is entertaining and has no content at all. And what I love in Happy Days is that mixture of both. It's about a woman named Winnie who's in her early 50s. She's lived a very full and active life and um, can see that uh, her time is running out. If she wants to achieve everything she has to achieve in her life, she had better do it. And she's uh, married to a man named Willie. And um, she's trying to recall a perfect moment in their life where they had love and they had happiness. And she does it against a lot of real obstacles of aging, of mortality, of futility, you know, what's it all about, Alfie? Uh, very real things that we all struggle with. And a great thing I love about the NAC audience is that we have a very strong representation of women who come to our theater. And so I, when I think of our audience and I think of Winnie, I saw a connection. And uh, the play has very little story. It takes place in the course of a day. 
and Winnie is going through her bag, unpacking things. And, you know, it might sound a little far-fetched, but if, you know, many of our audience will remember uh, Nicola Cavendish and Shirley Valentine, which, you know, is a a more naturalistic version, but it's a similar kind of story. Uh, Winnie and Shirley are distant cousins, I guess, on some level, where Winnie's really asking what did her life mean and what does she have now to look forward to and live for? And... What Beckett does is he strips away all of the details of naturalism to get to the essence of the core. So it's not abstract to trick you or to play that there's some secret complex game you've got to understand. But what he wants to do is strip away all of the artifice, all of the details, and just get to her. And so what you see is you see a woman who's buried up to the waist in a huge mound of earth. And it's a poetic way of describing her life. She's halfway through her life. And as the play goes, she sinks into the earth till there's nothing left but her head. And you can imagine that after the play is over, she'll be swallowed by that thing. So that age continues, life continues. We're all in a slow process of decay, (laughs) but yet we live as though we're not. We live when we're 50. We have all the ambitions and optimism and sense of our hope for our futures we do when we're 25, but it's very different at that age. And so, you know, they're kind of uh, realist portraits with very minimalist backgrounds. And that's the the thing, you know, uh, Presenting works by Albie and Stoppard, uh, Pinter, have been very popular here at the NAC, and it's in that tradition that we have uh, included Beckett in our program for next year. I know one of the things, there were two things that particularly struck me when I started trying to do some research around this play. One was um, I came to Beckett, even with a theatre background, uh, with slight trepidation because I've always felt that Beckett was slightly daunting and um, and I always felt a sort of knee-jerk antipathy towards the, the lack of structured narrative in his plays Um, and as a very sort of um, I I remember when I saw Godot the first time and I left with a (laughs) particularly uh, stupid response in some ways because I left thinking well what was that all about and and it frustrated me I wanted more meaning uh, to be at a a surface level Uh, and then the more I read about Samuel Beckett the more I uh, I became intrigued by him as a human being because I had assumed that a man who writes that kind of very pared down text uh, must be a very doer, uh, difficult, troublesome human being, who a nihilist or something like that. And in fact, what I discovered is that he was a fascinating, very warm, apparently the life and soul of the party, uh, great character who fought in the French resistance, who was um, very much in love with one woman for much of his life, um, who had this, this very rich Um, life full of friends and joy and happiness. And what I came to understand the more I read is that, in fact, uh, particularly in a play like Happy Days, is that Beckett has this enormous enduring affection for the human race, for the fact that we get up every morning and that we go through the the, the emotions of our daily life in the face of possibly uh, no real meaning at all. It it is possible that there is nothing more to life than this. 
You know, an interesting thing is Happy Days was written in 1960. And that's a very interesting place in the 20th century. And after uh, all of the horrors of the Second World War and the Cold War, what you've just described is so much, I think, the essence of Beckett's narrative, what his stories are, that for him, it's miraculous that we do get out of bed. <laughs> yeah. There's enough, you know, and listen to the radio, read the newspaper. We, you know, it's so easy to feel um, overwhelmed by what's happening in the world. And we retreat into our cocooned life of watching reality TV at home or whatever. And Beckett, he gives heroic proportion to small acts. Mm. And so um, he calls Winnie his optimistic futilist or his futile optimist. And the fact that he takes that paradox of optimism and futility and puts them side by side speaks directly to that, that it is kind of futile in a way when you really think about all of the things we've done to the planet and where we are in terms of ongoing war and all of that. But we're still optimistic. We still find joy and love. We still want to have children. We still want to continue. And to continue is the action that Beckett is interested in and explores in all of his plays and very deliberately in Happy Days. Well, and the other thing that I read that I thought was wonderful was that he had been working with James Joyce early in his career uh -huh. and that um, he felt completely daunted by Joyce's talent and his ability with words and how, how beautifully he wrote. And he, he apparently sat down at one point and thought, well, damn, if I'm going to work with James Joyce, how the hell am I ever going to differentiate myself from him? How am I ever going... To, to make my own mark. Mm -hmm. And his decision was, well, if Joyce uses a lot of words to describe something, I'm going to use very few. <laughs> and so his decision <laughs> was then to, yes. to come at his, his means of expression then became, as you say, a very pared down, minimalist approach to, to an issue uh, that interested him, but one that was really pared down to its essential elements. Yeah. And there's something quite beautiful about that when one realizes that that's what he's doing. You know, Beckett wrote many of his plays in French, although he was an Irishman mm. and his first language was English. He wrote in French not because he felt he could express himself um, in more color or detail in French, but because it, he would be more pure in French. His understanding of vocabulary was... Uh, limited, so that he would write more directly, could write more to the heart of something. And Happy Days is of note because it's uh, one of his first major plays that he wrote in English first. And uh, uh, and for the the real Beckett diehards, uh, there's a wonderful coincidence that um, the French theater has programmed Ole Berger, the Happy Days by Beckett en Francais. So there is an opportunity to see it both in French and in English. Which would be fascinating. Yeah, to really, it really well. And you know, what has to be said about Happy Days is that uh, it features an extraordinary part for an actress in her early 50s. And um, we are so excited that we have Tanya Jacobs to play this role. And for all of you who saw Tanya play Lady Wishford in Way of the World, you'll 
you'll know what an incredible comedian she is. And um, this is a fantastic part that really celebrates her, her talents and uh, is one of the reasons, too, that I wanted to include it because uh, it really is a fantastic showcase for a Canadian actress like Tanya. And I know Tanya's really looking forward to <laughs> oh, playing yes. the role. When I spoke oh, to her yes. on the closing night of Way of the World, she, she can't wait to get back in that space. She loves the theatre. Um, we, we often hear from actors who perform on our uh, theatre stage that it's, it's an extraordinary space to perform in because it's so intimate. And yet, uh, as Tanya put it actually to me on Saturday night, she said, um, it's a space in which you feel you have so much air to breathe. There's room to, to really explore your character. And yet it's intimate enough that yeah. you feel you're really connecting with your audience. You know, Penny Downey, who played Penelope on the Penelopead, she said the same thing, is that space has air and room for big ideas and a big journey, but intimacy that you can feel very connected to the audience. And I, I think we'll really get the benefit of that with Happy Days. Oh, I think it's going to be a great performance. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too.